game week in Atlanta, which means it's time to talk all things Georgia Tech on the Coach Brent Key Show, driven by Hyundai. Breaks a tackle. Oh, and he's gone. House call. Touchdown. And we're a point after away from being all tied up. We'll hear from Georgia Tech football head coach Brent Key and other members of the Georgia Tech Athletics Department as we gear up for another week of Georgia Tech football, driven by Hyundai on the Georgia Tech Sports Network from Legend Sports. Runs it right, slams into the end zone. Touchdown, Jackets. Now here's the voice of the Jackets, Andy Demetra. And good to be back with you another Thursday night and another edition of the Brent Key Coaches Show driven by Hyundai. We know that Scott Stadium has historically been inhospitable to the Yellow Jackets, but it was all smiles on that flight back from Charlottesville last Saturday. A convincing 60 minutes of football, 45-17. Tech knocks off Virginia up to 5-4 and four on the year. And the road swing continues this Saturday, noon, in Death Valley. Tomey's Leather between your Yellow Jackets and the reigning ACC champion Clemson Tigers. We'll break down that matchup. We'll delve into what enabled Georgia Tech to have its largest margin of victory in Virginia in school history. And we'll do so over the next hour with the head coach of the Yellow Jackets, Brent Key. My name is Andy Demetra. Great to be with you once again. And great, as always, to be joined by the man to my left. Feet up on the table and uh, ready to uh, spin his yarns and wisdom as only he can. Brent Key, Coach, how are you? Doing good. How's it going? It's going well. I know the coaches judge things through a different lens and through a different maybe uh, grading system than fans at large. But was that the most complete game your team had played to this point this year versus Virginia? Yeah, I think so. Uh, to be able to you know, sustain, sustain in, the, uh, in, the, in the second half with a lead. I thought it was important, uh, you know, to be able to, you know, offensively, you know, to get into a rhythm and, and flow of the game after, uh, I believe they went up seven to nothing, was it? Mm-hmm. Is that what it was? Uh, you know, then uh, just to, the defense got the turnover, <clears throat> the interception early, and then we're able to continue to, to, to move the football and, and get some things offensively done, but also the defense, the way they flew around and, uh, and I thought they played extremely hard. I thought that, that was what was in, in, encouraging from from that side of the football. And uh, they continued to be very op- opportunistic with uh, you know with turnovers. And then on special teams, I thought we were able to <clears throat> help control the field position uh, with, with some of the punting that David had and the returns that Dom had. You, you just see the confidence gather and grow from all phases as that game went on. I know the building on wins had been uh, elusive this year, but what did you see from your guys in that week of preparation that made you confident that last Saturday would be different? Yeah, yeah. I think you go into every game with a little bit of you know trying to figure the team out and you know, wondering exactly what the mindset is going into the game. You hope you know what it is, but for two weeks now, I've, I've sensed a, a feeling of, of confidence, uh, not arrogance, but confidence. Uh, and an expectation that they're going to go into the game and win. And if you don't have an expectation to win every football game, it's extremely hard to be able to do it. I loved seeing Travaris Tillman gather up his DBs after the game and take a group photo on the field because that secondary was everywhere at once versus the Cavaliers. Ten pass breakups, interceptions from Miles Sims and Jalen King. Jalen also added a fumble recovery that was caused by a punch out from Kenan Johnson. I I know it begins with that defensive secondary, but what else pleased you about the defense's day? You had noted the way they were flying around, but it wasn't just the effort. It was the execution that played a role in in subduing and stifling Virginia's offense. Yeah, they did. Uh, And it all starts with how you play and how hard you play. 
And if you don't have confidence in, in what you're doing and confidence in the plan of attack, it, it's hard to be able to play fast. So I thought Kevin did a good job of, of, of getting the plan to him and, and, and getting putting a plan together that would <clears throat> would allow those guys to play fast. And the, you know, the faster you play, the, the, the harder you're going to be able to hit and tackle, and therefore then come the, the, the balls coming loose and uh, being able to fight for interceptions when they're in the air. Uh, you know, if you just want to watch, you know, someone that really just shows everything about what it is to be a Georgia Tech football player. Watch the way Jalen King's playing right now. I mean, he's can't say enough about that kid. You called him his ninth, your ninth-year senior uh, at your press conference on Tuesday. Seven tackles, four pass breakups, an interception, and a fumble recovery. No other player in the FBS has posted that stat line in a game this season. That's what Jalen did versus Virginia. Why has he been playing at such a high level this season and in particular down the stretch? Well, Jalen's always been a good football player. Uh, you know, I think the, the confidence in what he's doing individually, number one, I think that he has confidence in his role on the defense. He's able to – he's played in a couple of different positions out there, you know, depending on, you know, the, the personnel that we have in the game. And that's one of the things about – you know, changing and matching personnel and defense, it allows guys like Jalen to be in a position to make those plays. When you, you know you're playing a singular, you know, personnel and trying to you know play out everything offensively, it doesn't allow some of your players like Jalen to be in those positions. So that's been a really good fit for him. And also, anytime <clears throat> it's your last year, it's your last go around. You've been you've been at Georgia Tech this long. I mean, you're playing for something bigger than just. Uh, the individual game on Saturday. You're playing for, you know, the, the legacy of your career has been here now through, you know, several different changes in the program. Uh, he's a model of what you want a Georgia Tech football player to be. Uh, you know, being injured last year, missing the second half of the season, and then being able to come back this year and really make up for it in, in the way he's playing. It's been, man, it's been, man, it's been awesome to watch. Let's flip around to the offense. And you guys have been averaging better than seven yards a carry over the last three games. It all starts up front with the offensive line. How have you seen them feed off each other and string together arguably their best stretch of the season? Yeah, they have. Uh, that's what you hope. You, you, you hope you get to the point in November where that group is playing cohesively and they're playing together. Uh, you've got player avail availability. And it was big getting Jordan back. It really was. You know, getting Jordan Williams back in the, in the, in the mix there. And, uh, and I think also the fact that, that Corey Robinson's been able to come in and spell Ethan and, and then really split the time there at the left tackle. It's taken some pressure off the, the young kid who's going to be a tremendous football player. And he's playing really good. But if you just watch the way he played on Saturday, uh, talking about Ethan, if you watch the way Ethan played, uh, it, it really is benefiting him being able to, to to split that time with Corey. And then Corey's come in and done a nice job for two weeks in a row now. Yeah, good job by Corey Robinson to obviously stay engaged and be ready when his time returned. Jamal Haynes was your team offensive player of the week. Hard to argue, career-high 119 rushing yards for Jamal. How have you seen the subtle improvements in his running as the season has gone on? It, 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 we'd be remiss if we didn't remind everybody, this is still his first year playing running back at Georgia Tech, and, boy, he's taken to the position well. Yeah, he's he's fun to watch, it, and he's uh, he's fun to be around. It was funny. We were uh, we were messing around in my office yesterday, and I was giving him a hard time and talking about how much he's, you know, how far he's come and, you know, how much he's changed and, and things. And he kind of looked at me and goes, was I really like that before? And I said, you know you were. And he goes, well, I'm glad I'm where, at my, where I'm at now. And uh, he's just, he's happy to be here. He's happy to be a part of the football team. Uh 
he's he's a he's electric in every way. He's a gravi- you know he's you know, people gravitate towards him. Uh, you know, but to be a guy you would think would kind of be a shake and bake uh, space type player, man, he's shown at least once or twice a game now for uh, for four or five weeks, just the ability to run with power and, and push the pile and get those tough yards. Yeah, some deceptive power that he brings when he's toting the rock. Haynes King, another productive day on the ground in addition to that 58-yard touchdown pass to Eric Singleton Jr. Haynes has been averaging. 107 rushing yards over his last three games. Was this a conscious decision by you and Buster and the offensive coaches to turn Haynes loose? Did this uh, sort of happen organically? And, and how have you seen the establishment of Haynes as a runner open up the rest of the offense and, and change Buster's play calling over these last several weeks? Yeah, I think Buster's done a good job of, of taking the pieces that he has and putting them in position and uh, being able to get the ball in a lot of different people's hands. Uh, that's that's what makes makes you hard to defend uh, as an offense is when you, any person on that field has the ability to to, to put get the ball in their hands and you know spreading it from you know sideline to sideline, inline to inline, and, and playing with varying forms of tempo. I think it's really uh, helped the offense continue to take off. Yeah, just another playmaker that opponents have to account for in addition to the throwing ability of Haynes, who with that touchdown pass against Virginia, now one shy of tying George Godsey for second most touchdown passes in a season in school history. 22 and counting, and that does lead the ACC for the redshirt sophomore, Haynes King. We're just getting started. Plenty more to come here with the head coach, Brent Key. It is the Brent Key Coaches Show, driven by Hyundai here on the Georgia Tech Sports Network from Legend Sports. Fall is finally upon us, and that means football season, pumpkin spice, and bugs. But it's still warm here in Georgia, which means the local populations of pests like mosquitoes, ants, roaches, and rodents are still out and about. Luckily, you can trust the experts at Arrow Exterminators to protect your family and keep your home or business pest-free inside and out. The professionals at Arrow understand that it's not just any home, it's your home. Schedule your free pest inspection today. Call 888-GO-ARROW or visit Arrow Exterminators Hey, Georgia, it's John Crow. Want a chance to win $500 instantly just by playing Fantasy Five? Well, now through November 26th, that can happen. Just look for the prize symbol on your ticket and listen for this sound. You're a winner. Well, there you go. You just won $500 instantly. How cool is that? There'll be 150 winners every week. It could be you. It all happens now through November 26th. So go play during the Fantasy Five $500 cash giveaway only from the Georgia Lottery. Play responsibly. I am your tech-savvy AI assistant. At Hyundai, all our 2024 models offer tech-savvy features, like available digital key and complimentary Blue Link Plus. It's user-friendly technology. I'm friendly. Can you figure out time travel? Yes. It's your journey. Own every mile. Test drive a new Hyundai today at your local Hyundai dealer, where every Hyundai comes standard with America's best warranty, plus three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. Visit buyhyundai.com to find the dealer nearest you. It's your journey. Own every mile in a brand new Hyundai. Call 562-314-4603 for details. Atlanta's own New Realm Brewing Company is the official craft beer of Georgia Tech Athletics. In the stadium and around ATL, you can find New Realm's delicious Georgia Tech collaboration brews, Ale of an Engineer Golden Ale, and Hella Vienna Lager. Find them near you today by using the beer finder at newrealmbrewing.com and visit New Realm's Atlanta Brewery at 550 Somerset Terrace on the East Side Beltline Trail. Atlanta, home of cloud, home of culture, home of Georgia Tech. 
But it's not enough to represent a city. You have to reflect it. And our story is Atlanta's story. A place that influences and innovates. A place that doesn't wait for change, it creates it. A place of relentless drive and undeniable swagger. With a storied past and unstoppable future. That's Atlanta. That's Georgia Tech. So let others wish they were here or pretend they're from here. We are here. And when you take this celebrated program in this world-class city, you get an electricity unlike anything in college football. Welcome to Atlanta. And what's the good word? This is Georgia Tech football. The latest on Yellow Jackets football. It's the Coach Brent Key Show, driven by Hyundai on the Georgia Tech Sports Network. Is Coke Zero Sugar the best Coke ever? Take a taste. Andrew Demetra, Brent Key with you on another Thursday night for the Brent Key Coaches Show, driven by Hyundai. We'll take you right up to the top of the hour and pregame for Georgia Tech basketball as they play host to Howard tonight at McCambridge Pavilion tip-off at 7.30. Uh, Georgia Tech and Clemson meeting in Death Valley. Georgia Tech with that win over Virginia, tying a school record for consecutive ACC road wins. That's five and counting. Last time that it happened, split between 2009 and 2010. They'll aim for the record this Saturday. Tommy Slather at noon against the 5-4 and four Clemson Tigers. You got a career-high 10 tackles coach from Kyle Eford who will be our pregame guest this week. Uh, the Ramblin' Red kickoff show. You also named him a game captain. I know that it's not just one's production on the field that drives a coach to name somebody a captain. What what drove you to give Kyle that honor uh, for the Virginia game? Yeah, well, I can I can assure you that won't be Kyle's last time to be named a captain here at Georgia Tech, and uh, you know, really glad to have him in the program. Uh, glad to see him develop this year and and, and, and take that role uh, and, and the the leadership that he brings well, you know you look at the way he plays and he plays fearless uh, he lays it on the line every play that he's out there uh, whether it be on special teams whether it be on defense and he's a guy now at the beginning of the season was a core four special teams guy was on every team making a lot of plays there and just continued to work and work and work and uh, you know battle through some nicks and some bumps and, and get himself in a position to play good football. So, But it, you look at the things he does off the field, the way he carries himself with a, with a confidence level, but not arrogant. And, uh, you know, just a, a he's a, another person that people gravitate to and uh, for, for all the right reasons. Yeah, that confidence that you might not expect of somebody who's still just a redshirt freshman. It seemed like Eddie Kelly had his best game as a Yellow Jacket, being a presence on that defensive line, especially after Horace Lockett went down. What did you see out of Eddie that pleased you versus the Cavaliers? Yeah, he started to play a little more free. He started to, to you know, not be so uh, you know, paralyzed by the overanalyzing of things. and yeah. Paralysis by analysis. There you go. That's yeah. the right thing to say. I can't say those big words. You know that. I don't think either of those are that big, but go on. Paralysis by analysis. You haven't heard that before? Oh, yeah, I've heard it. It's kind of like being paralyzed by overanalyzed. Something like that, yeah. It's pretty self-explanatory. <laughs> yeah, he's he's a young guy that's new in the in the, in the program that you know, when, when he got here, we saw all the, the ability he had, and he played a lot of snaps last year at the last place he was at. Uh, but now he's really starting to develop. He's you know, he, Even though the season has been going on, he's continuing to get stronger in the weight room. He's got great length to him, and that's what allowed him to make a lot of the plays that he did was just the length that he has. 
And he's got some versatility, too. You can move him outside. You can slide him on the inside. Micaiah Scott's another guy who you, you have that versatility. And, and how is having that versatility between those types of guys uh, been able to, to help you guys and the looks you're able to throw at, at opposing offenses? Yeah, it does. Because it, it, was, it was a big loss when Sylvain went down. And, you know, he's, he's a guy that we all – we all love here at Georgia Tech. We love what he does on the field, but also just him as a person and as an enigma and a, as a leader on the football team. And when we, and when we lost that big body uh, that had the versatility to play a you know a five technique, a nine technique, a you know, four technique, you know we we, we moved Macias out there and it, it allowed him to uh, really you know fill that void uh, at, at that spot. And now with the ascension of, of Eddie, it's, it's it has another body that's able to get in there and give us some meaningful reps. Cal Eford, I uh, noted, is going to be our pregame guest this Saturday. Uh, he did tell me his his brother Joe is a professional soccer player uh, internationally now in Greece. And I asked him, you know, seeing your brother have success and be a professional soccer player, did that ever motivate you to want to play soccer yourself? How'd you land on football? And he said, well, I, I started playing soccer when I was really young, three, four years old, but I kept on getting red cards. I was too physical with the other kids, so my parents, uh, for the benefit of him and probably the benefit of those other kids, they, they moved him to football. So I think it was a good uh, good career choice for uh, for Kyle Eifert. Got a few too many red cards as a uh, in bookings as a four-year-old. What's a red card? That's basically uh, too aggressive, and when you have a red carded, you're ejected from the game. So it's like a yellow flag? Uh, yes. It's almost like having two unsportsmanlike conducts. Gotcha. All right. So I guess I'm not going to go too down, far down the rabbit hole and asking you soccer questions now. Well, I know about red cards now. There you go. You would have been good for a red card or two in your career. Yeah. If they, if they equate to what the yellow flag is, you're correct. That is true. Uh, Virginia's running backs, when we were talking last week, you said that they did a good job playing downhill. And they started to find something in their ground game versus Miami versus North Carolina it never seemed like they could build any kind of substantial momentum in their running game versus you guys. What, who else stepped up and did a good job slowing down the Cavaliers' running game? Yeah, that was something we worried about going into the game. And, and early on, they were getting some of those four or five, you know, seven-yard gains. And, you know, we, we, we ended up tightening up. You know, played, you know, made a couple of adjustments within calls and what we were doing up front. And it allowed the, allowed the defensive line to really – uh, control the blockers better. Uh, control the you know, with what they were doing. Uh, you know, Virginia unfortunately lost their quarterback early on in the game, and I think that was a another thing that that you know hurt their flow flow within the game. <clears throat> but uh, you know, with the, the front seven playing downhill, uh, not being hesitant, it, that helped a lot. Well, I think you guys might lead the nation in face mask penalties that wipe out sacks. Is is there anything that you can do to coach that out yes. of you guys? Yes. Yes, and we have been. Yeah. Yeah, because we've got to get that out. Like that's, you know, sometimes you know there's there's incidental things. There's there's penalties that happen within play. Uh, you know, it's the pre-snap penalties, the post-snap penalties that that. that really frustrate you as a coach uh the ones that happen within play you know those are going to happen but to have this many right now at critical times and taking away critical uh situations within the game uh sometimes sometimes instead of making the extra effort and, and the reach out to try to get a piece of the guy if we can just continue to st you know do our job and, and flush the guy you know there was a couple of times on those where if you know if we had just 
if, if we had not gotten a, a piece of the face mask and uh, you know, he would have flushed right into someone else that was doing their job on the front and would have still been a sack. So I think that's a big coaching point. That's something we really harped on yesterday in some of our pass rush drills. Most of those are coming on third and 10 plus as well. Uh, and so it, it almost feels like you're getting that pressure. You guys are already doing the job. Uh, I know uh, Kyle Kennard, for example, he's got six sacks. And gee whiz, that's six in the ACC. It could easily feel like he has nine uh, were it not for some of those, those face mask penalties. So on one hand, glad to be getting that pressure, but obviously it doesn't sit right with you guys that uh, that, that – positive play is getting wiped out by a face mask yeah for sure when you have a chance to get off the field on defense we've got to we've got to take advantage of that and we've got to get off the field and we'll see if you can do that in death valley where georgia tech has dropped seven in a row but like we said at the beginning of the segment tech a school record tying five consecutive acc road wins they'll aim for the record this saturday at noon inside memorial stadium we'll take another time out much more with head coach brent key after this it's the brent key coaches show driven by hyundai on the georgia tech sports network from legends sports and we're back with the action. Coke Zero Sugar might be the best Coke ever? That's right, Jim. With an irresistible taste and zero sugar, Coke Zero Sugar is a must-try for any sports fan. So make sure you... Wait, Jim, I didn't mean try it right now. We're still on the air. Mmm. <sighs> best Coke ever? Take a taste, Jen. Really? No, not right now, Jen. we got a game to call. One of the toughest jobs in law enforcement is telling a family that a loved one has been killed by a drunk driver. That's why Georgia law enforcement works every day to keep drunk drivers off the road. Every DUI arrest could be one less family to lose someone to drunk driving. You can help. Hand the keys to a designated driver or call a ride service. It saves lives and prevents a costly DUI arrest. Drive sober or get pulled over. Brought to you by the Governor's Office of Highway Safety. This time of year, life can be a lot. School, sports, travel, holidays, decorating the house over and over. The last thing you want is to be surprised by a winter gas bill. Life is complicated. Natural gas shouldn't be. At Georgia Natural Gas, we keep it simple with low rates that save you money. So protect yourself from winter surprises with our best discount of the year. Visit GNG.com today. It's that simple. Oh. Every Hyundai comes with America's best warranty, including a 10-year or 100,000-mile powertrain limited warranty, plus three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. Even meditation can't offer that kind of peace of mind. You can say that again. It's your journey. Own every mile. Test drive a new Hyundai today at your local Hyundai dealer, where every Hyundai comes standard with America's best warranty, plus three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. Visit buyhyundai.com to find the dealer nearest you. It's your journey. Own every mile in a brand new Hyundai. Call 562-314-4603 for details. It's not a trait. It's not a talking point. Here, toughness is a tradition. It's woven into the white and gold. Defines everything we do on the flats. Toughness is timeless. Take away the glitz, the flash, the attention, the adulation. Only toughness can lead to greatness. And here, we have more of it than you know. It's forged some of our greatest successes, elevated us beyond what others expect, from a kick to a lead to a miracle. Hall of Famers, national champions, and those who have transformed the sport. And through it all, we've done it our way, not like anyone else, because we don't aspire to be like everyone else. So let others preach it, because we epitomize it. 
And on game day, you'll learn what Georgia Tech toughness is all about. There's no better source on Georgia Tech football than our team of Yellow Jacket Insiders. This is the Coach Brent Key Show, driven by Hyundai on the Georgia Tech Sports Network. Hyundai and Georgia Tech together in tech innovation and progress with the new EV plant in Georgia. Hyundai looks forward to growing ties with the Institute and the community. Together, we're building the future of technology right here in Georgia. Hyundai and Georgia Tech, it's our journey. Georgia Tech versus Clemson noon at Tomey's Leather at Memorial Stadium. Death Valley, if you want to call it that. Georgia Tech and Clemson, you were a 4-0 as a player versus Clemson. Any uh, favorite recollections of those wins over the Tigers in your playing days? Probably the game in 2000 up there. Uh, you know, it was, uh, I believe they were fourth in the country, if I'm not mistaken. 9-0, uh, I think. Uh, about the same time of year, and we went up there, and uh, it was a big to-do. Uh, I, I don't remember exactly, but I think they were getting ready to play possibly Florida State the next week and everyone you know we kind of felt like they were going to overlook us and uh, we went up there and were able to have a successful day and George Godsey hit Kerry Watkins in the in the back corner of the left end zone uh, you know on a sting route I still remember it like it was yesterday and uh, you know one handed catch in the back you know ended up being in bounds and were able to uh, I think they returned the kickoff and had a couple of plays and ended up winning the game so uh, probably my favorite one. Uh, I had mentioned George earlier in the show because Haynes with that touchdown pass to Eric Singleton now has 22 touchdown passes on the season, one away from tying George Godsey, second most in a single season in tech history. It, what, what similarities do you see between Haynes and George? None. None whatsoever. No, it, 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 instead of a Venn diagram, it is two separate circles. There's, look, from the it, it, as far as the coach on the field, the knowledge of the game, I mean, they're, they're two as two of the best I've ever been around and George is still that way I and mean, George is one of my close friends and uh I feel like yeah it'd be more intangible similarities than tangibles no, right no people give Goose a hard time about uh about those things but I mean you know he he, he ran he ran well too and uh he just so happened to be following Joe Hamilton exactly I mean you're talking about a you know a, a generational talent as a runner and then in my opinion George was really the same thing that came after him as a anticipation thrower uh knowing knowing the you know the offense and the defense being able to understand read coverage put players on the offense in the right position to make plays do want to mention uh we lost a great yellow jacket quarterback a couple of weeks ago I want to send our condolences to the family of Daryl Crawford he passed away on October 24th Daryl the first quarterback in SEC history to throw four touchdown passes in a game. He did that in 1951 versus Auburn. All four of those touchdown passes went to Buck Martin, and that remains a school record for most touchdown passes or touchdown catches uh, in a game by Yellow Jacket. 94 years old, lived a long, fulfilling life, a Yellow Jacket till the very end. So we want to send our thoughts certainly to uh, Daryl Crawford, uh, who passed away a couple of weeks ago. Uh, that touchdown pass versus Virginia, Coach. It was to Eric Singleton, 58 yards. Nice way to wipe out a, uh, a penalty flag on the very next play. You go deep and chuck it along to Eric Singleton. What set up that play before, as uh, you are fond of saying in this program, the DNA took over from Eric Singleton, Jr.? Yeah, it did. Uh, well, you know, a couple of plays prior, we had seen uh, – We'd seen the corner jump on a on a little bit of a stop route, so uh, we we knew then that, that we were set up for the double move, and uh, he was able to stutter it and you know double move, and then DNA took over. Mm -hmm. Haynes consecutive games now, twenty three of thirty passing, 
This followed a 45% completion rate his previous two games versus Miami and Boston College. What has Haynes gotten back to uh, over these last two games to raise that completion percentage again? There's a lot of factors involved. I mean, some of it's personnel and you know, player availability on, on our side of the ball, uh, but also it's other guys uh, stepping stepping up around him, you know, doing doing their job, making plays. Uh, and the, I think the running game has improved, whereas it's taken a little bit of that pressure off of him as well. That was a great story from 247 Sports that came out today, sort of tracing his evolution as a quarterback. And I, I don't know if you can corroborate this story, if Haynes has told you this, or maybe Chris has, but according to Haynes's dad, who was his high school head coach, Haynes, he said, I don't recall him crying much in his life, but I remember he cried when he had to tell Chris Winkie that he was choosing Texas A&M over Tennessee when Chris was on the staff at, uh, at Tennessee. It's good to know that Chris Winkie has that kind of effect on people, though. Yeah, it's probably not the only reason he's made people cry before. Oh, really? <laughs> he, <laughs> he's got some stories. Yeah, he's got some body no, counts. He, no, he does. He's, uh, he's a tremendous quarterback coach. He really is. And the combination of him and Buster together, uh, you know, he's really made for a uh, – the, the perfect storm of the development of Haynes and now the, the, the progression of him. And I know we've talked a lot on this show about Haynes King, rightfully so, but you're also able to give Zach Pyron some reps late versus Virginia. He and Zach Gibson, they were trading reps all throughout preseason, dueling for that QB1 spot. And, you know, you don't want to lose sight of the fact that uh, Zach Pyron, Zach Gibson, them staying sharp and maintaining that so-called competitive accountability of the quarterback's room. That's, that's something that you don't want to get overlooked either. No, not at all. I mean, as a, as a second team player, a, a, a backup, you're always, you know, one ankle away, one helmet away, uh, you know, one thing away from, from being the guy. Dominic Blaylock had a couple of catches, including that big fourth down grab in the first quarter versus Virginia. But his perimeter blocking, I, I don't think a broadcast has gone by where Joe has not tipped his cap and saluted Dominic Blaylock's blocking, especially on those screens, that, that's just something that is so easy to get overlooked as well. But he's been doing it, it seems, at a high level. He has. And, you know, that's, that's the thing I love about Joe. Joe recognizes the, uh, the, the details in the game. He, and he, he appreciates the – he still appreciates the blocking that takes place. Oh, he sure does. Uh, you want to have your mind blown? You know what an anagram for Blaylock is? Lay block. Huh? Anagram. Where you rearrange the words into another set of words? What's the longest word? Is the same front words, uh, front ways and back ways. Front words and back ways. Uh, oh, so that would be a palindrome. Uh, I know race car is one. Ah, I don't know the longest yeah, one. Race car. Oh, really? I, I'm sure there's a longer one. I'm sure that you can make something up, but yeah, race car is the longest that's one. That's the I first know. one that jumped to mind. Right, you didn't too. think we'd be talking about anagrams and palindromes on this or any other coach's you just show? Expect, you just like made my head like really swell up as far as the, the knowledge that I had to, you know, spit out of it right there. But this, for, you, for, for you, that was, like, very easy. This is an erudite show. I just want people listening to know that. You're going to get some football talk, but who knows what twists and turns we may take over 60 minutes. And that's a good thing. We started this segment talking about George Godsey, and we're ending it talking about palindromes. On to football. Well, that too. We'll talk about Clemson, and we'll certainly talk a little bit more about that Virginia game and some other guys who are worthy of praise. Another time out here as we continue with head coach Brent Key is the Brent Key Coaches Show, driven by Hyundai on the Georgia Tech Sports Network from Legend Sports. If April showers bring May flowers, what do fall storms bring? Power failure. That doesn't rhyme. I'm not a poet. 
I just make people smile by keeping their homes safe from electrical troubles. Power outages can send a surge to your home. Yikes. An RS Andrews surge protector blocks it and protects your electronics and appliances. Plus, it's required in all homes. So fall showers bring... RS Andrews. Anytime you need us, generators, breaker boxes, surge protectors, EV chargers, we're here to make you smile. Schedule a smile at rsandrews.com. This is our home, and at Georgia Power, we believe every Georgian deserves a clean energy future. A future that includes around-the-clock nuclear energy, producing zero emissions. And thanks to the dedication of thousands of team members, we've recently completed the newest nuclear unit at Plant Vogel. A unit that will serve our customers with reliable energy for generations to come. Learn more at georgiapower.com Vogel. That's georgiapower.com V-O-G-T-L-E. Atlanta's own New Realm Brewing Company is the official craft beer of Georgia Tech Athletics. In the stadium and around ATL, you can find New Realm's delicious Georgia Tech collaboration brews, Ale of an Engineer Golden Ale, and Hella Vienna Lager. Find them near you today by using the beer finder at newrealmbrewing.com and visit New Realm's Atlanta Brewery at 550 Somerset Terrace on the East Side Beltline Trail. It's the start of a new era of Georgia Tech men's basketball as new head coach Damon Stoudemire begins his first season at the helm of the Yellow Jackets. Help us bring the thrill back into the Thriller Dome by making sure you're at McCamish Pavilion to see the Jackets play. Whether you choose nine games, including the matchup versus the Duke Blue Devils, or six games, including the North Carolina Tar Heels, we have plans to fit your busy schedule. For tickets and more info, visit ramblinrack.com. Sting them. Atlanta, home of clout, home of culture, home of Georgia Tech. But it's not enough to represent a city, you have to reflect it. And our story is Atlanta's story. A place that influences and innovates. A place that doesn't wait for change, it creates it. A place of relentless drive and undeniable swagger. With a storied past and unstoppable future. That's Atlanta. That's Georgia Tech. So let others wish they were here or pretend they're from here. We are here. And when you take this celebrated program in this world-class city, you get an electricity unlike anything in college football. Welcome to Atlanta. And what's the good word? This is Georgia Tech football. Georgia Tech football continues to buzz. Now more of the Coach Brent Key Show, driven by Hyundai on the Georgia Tech Sports Network. Yellow Jacket fans, be sure to visit georgiapower.com slash community to learn new ways to stay connected. Georgia Power, the official energy sponsor of Georgia Tech Athletics. Power on Georgia. He's Brent Key. I'm Andy Demetra. It is the Brent Key Coaches Show driven by Hyundai. Quick reminder, we'll take you up to the top of the hour and then turn things over to Georgia Tech basketball in the Canvas Pavilion. Ramblin' Rec tip-off show presented by Kroger as the Yellow Jackets take on the Howard Bison trying to build off that season opening win Monday versus Georgia Southern. Earlier today, Coach David Shanahan was named to the final watch list for the Ray Guy Award. He was, along with Dominic Blaylock, your internal special teams player of the week versus Virginia. Very easy for David's work to get overlooked as well, but he's been swinging and swinging well at that punter spot this year. 
He has, and that's that's a big advantage for us to be able to play the field position uh, battle that has to take place in all these games. And, and as it's played out this year, so many of our games are really all of them are, are four quarter games, and that's what we're prepared to do. And when you, when when they're four quarter football games, the field position's huge. That first punt he had, fifty eight yards airborne. That, that was the best punt that he had. I know he gave up a little bit on the run back, but boy, fifty eight yards all airborne, pretty solid stuff from the junior from Ireland. Yeah, and and to me, I'd already forgotten about that one. It's the two that he put inside the 10 and the three that he put inside the 20 that, that were exciting for me. Those are the ones that, that as a coach, because now now you're really pinning the, the, the other team back and making them have to go the length of the field. So uh, he's able to flip the field position both ways. And I know there's one he wish he had back, and uh, he's continuing to work on those and becoming better and better at those, uh, those sky punts. Yeah, he uh, finessed a couple, no doubt, at Scott Stadium. At your press conference Tuesday, you were very – very passionate talking about Dylan Leonard. You've said before he is the epitome of a tech man and sometimes we get very reductive in our judgments of players and it's based on what we see on the box score or in the stat sheet but Dylan Leonard's impact this year coach as you've said time and again it goes beyond any box score it can't be measured in any stat line. Uh, can you elaborate a little more on why you felt so passionate in talking about Dylan at your press conference? Well, I mean, I love Dylan as a, as, a, as a young person in the program, but the dirty work that he does on a day-to-day basis at the tight end position, you know, tight end is one of the hardest positions to play. You have to block your – people expect you and, and count on you to block like an offensive lineman. They expect you to run routes like a receiver. Uh, you know, they expect you to do all the shifts and the motions and, and all the things that take place, especially within our offense. Uh, the, the, the precision that you have to have at that position and the detail. Uh, so, you know, when, when you're doing all of those things, that's hard. It, it's, it's hard physically. It's hard mentally. Uh, and for him to be able to do those things, but not only do those things, but to, to excel at so many of those things. And like I said, if you just turn on him and compare him to anyone else, you know, as far as the way he's blocking right now. And, you know, he had a rough, you know, a little patch early on in the season where, on some of the perimeter blocks, he lost leverage on guys. And, uh, I mean, he has come to work every day at practice really to improve that that part of his game because he knew that was going to be a big part of the offense. So to be able to do everything so uh, unselfishly to put the team first, then those are the guys that I love. You said that the tight ends are playing as well as a unit as any that you've seen in your career. How was their play elevated the offense this season and the play calling that Buster is now capable of? Well, it's just more, it's, it's another set of weapons you have. Uh, it's a set of weapons that uh, you can have on the field that are obviously receiving threats. That's what everyone sees is when they catch the ball. But they're an extension of your run game and the way they block, you know, the way they uh, they create edges to your offense, to the, to the offensive run game. They, they, they extend out the, the area that the defenders have to uh, – have to defend um you know the, the the play action game whether they're protecting or they're they're in the routes there's just the versatility that you can use with a tight end and really we have three that all three have different skill sets and, and they, they they're good at different things and to really see all three of them now uh you know really starting to to to, to come around and uh play good football i thought I thought Brett played as physical a game as I've, I've seen him play last week. Uh, One knock against him against Virginia, he caught a pass and it wasn't a touchdown. Yeah, well, I mean, I, I look nobody's at, perfect. I'm looking at the way they block. Yeah. <laughs> so, and then, and Luke, you talk about a Swiss Army knife. I mean, he just—I don't know if he knows any other speed other than 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 full. It, just the way he he blocks, the way he runs routes, the way he goes about everything he does. So, just been really really uh, 
really happy for that group because I know the work they put in. I'm happy for the way uh, they've been able to flourish w- within the offense. You know, and, and then you know, and Nate Brock, who, who's working with those guys and coaching those guys, and the job he's been able to do with them. Yeah, Nate's still a really young guy to be a position coach and a position coach of a group that's performing at such a high level. So glad you mentioned uh, your former GA, Nate Brock, now uh, helping out with the tight ends room. Break this down for me now that we are going into the second weekend in, in November. How you balance keeping your players sharp in practice versus being mindful of their health at this point in the season. That's got to be a balancing act. Yeah, it is. It's a huge balancing act. It's a it's something every day that that is looked at. It's uh, we use a lot of uh, a lot of sports science uh, in, in in the way we go about the way we're training our guys. <clears throat> uh, there's there's a good balance in the, the sports science part, but also just the gut intuition of uh, where you feel the team is at. And we all know player availability is is the key right now. So to have our players available uh, and to have them playing fast on Saturdays, that's the key that we want to be able to get to every week uh, and to continue to see them do that at this point of the season uh, has been been good. It, it, because you just you have to dial back some of the physicality uh, and how much you push guys just because we're, we're heading into game number 10 and you know the, the cumulative toll that this game takes on you over the course of months. But at the same time, you don't want that to – result bless you by the way uh don't want that to result in rustiness or being slow-footed come saturday uh, wh- what's the conversation that you have during the week with aj artists your strength through and that that biofeedback that informs your decisions on how to structure practice how hard to go with your guys so we we we, we sit down and you know we, we've mapped we map things out early on and of how we want the the, the flow to go of the week. Then AJ, uh, Jordan Diaz, Sean Boyle, Pat Boyle, uh, Mark Smith in the training room. Uh, we all you know, put our heads together throughout the week. Uh, we get printouts each day. We have targets that we need to hit from a, uh, a load standpoint, a cumulative, a cumulative load on their bodies uh, the, that is way above my head. They give me nice little graphs that, that make it easy to read, but uh, so we, we work to hit those different loads. Uh, it, it, it really has to do with chronic fatigue and, you know, all those things that, you know, might be fine now. It might not show up this week, but two weeks from now or three weeks from now, four weeks from now, end up being a, a, a you know, a pulled groin or a, a hamstring, those things. Okay. So uh, we look at those every day. Uh, we, we see where we were that day. And then, you know, really I feel, I, I, I try to get a feel. I talked to a lot of players, talked to a lot of players at, at different positions that have uh, played a lot of snaps they, they go through a lot of snaps in practice how their bodies feel how their how their bodies feel you know immediately after the game two more guys who i think we should mention individually before we move on to clemson coach kenan johnson miles sims kenan not just had that forced fumble versus virginia had that great pass breakup on a fourth down in the second half miles sims first series snatching that ball for an interception second of his career one of those sixth-year seniors who's playing with that urgency you talked about that spreads to the rest of his teammates. Uh, talk more about the job those guys uh, have done uh, to help fortify things at, at defensive back. 
Yeah, they have. They've they've elevated their game as the season has progressed and gone on. They've continued to develop and take coaching during practice and work during the the, the week. Uh, they they understand how critical that their success is individually to the collective success of the team. So uh, you know it's good to see those guys you know continue to make make improvements week in and week out and, and get the things that they deserve. Your defensive coordinator has a little bit of familiarity with Clemson's head coach Kevin Shearer uh, was a tight end at Alabama. Did not overlap in his playing days with Dabo Sweeney, who is a walk on wide receiver at Alabama, but. When Kevin was wrapping up his career, Dabble was getting started as a GA at Alabama. And then when Kevin was GA from 98 to 2000 with the Crimson Tide, Dabble was wide receivers coach at Alabama. So Kevin uh, will have a familiar face that he'll be matching with with wits with uh, on Saturday. I'm, I'm sure that familiarity doesn't really matter much once that ball's in the air, right? Not at all. Not at all. Didn't think so. Uh, and I'm sure that... There's been far more talk about X's and O's than uh, Kevin reminiscing about his time with Dabo Sweeney at Alabama. Correct. That would be good. Uh, how have you seen guys get more comfortable, though, with Kevin and just his his play calling and how he likes things now that uh, we've had a little bit longer runway of him as defensive coordinator? Yeah, I think, you know, getting used to his personality, getting used to his uh, the demands of what he wants, getting used to. Uh, you know the 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 calls, you know the the things that are built into the calls, uh, you know, and then how how he likes to play the game out. Speaking of GAs, do you got your favorite GA story? I know it's long hours, it's low pay, a lot of drudgery. Yet, in a perverse way, for a lot of coaches, they look back on their time as a GA very fondly. Does that apply to you as well? Uh, oof. so. When I was a GA, I mean, it was... And I should note, most GA stories involve you getting reamed out in some form or fashion. I don't know if it's going down this path, but... Oh, that, that's, that, those are the easy ones. <laughs> okay. Those are the easy ones. Now, uh, you know, obviously, I ga for, for Coach O'Leary. Uh, you know, the at the time, the offense coordinator was uh, Billy O'Brien, and uh, it was it was tough. It was hard. I uh, learned a lot, though. Uh, they were demanding. Uh, you know, I sat here and you know, just in the, in the building next door and uh, watch them tear down the, the, the north end zone at the time and, and you know, construct what, what, you know, the the renovations that are here now. <clears throat> you know, nothing to, in, in regards to football, uh, not that much really, but uh, probably the, the wildest part of being a GA was, uh, was sitting up there in that office on September 11th. Hmm. That was, uh, you, know, you know, a day that I don't think any American will ever – forget where they were and what they were doing when that happened because as a coach your your minutes forget the hours your minutes are so regimented and you're on the clock from the moment you walk in the building because you got so many tasks to do uh for that day's practice or for that week's game plan and then just to, to watch that unfold i mean that had to have just stopped you dead in your tracks yeah i was in the ga office uh, myself and brian cook he was a defensive ga and uh you know, I think I think we had the you know the news on at the time as we were doing our breakdowns. We were getting ready to play Florida State that week, and we were breaking down the team for the week after. And you know, we saw this. You know, somebody walked in the door and said, "Hey, a, a plane just flew into the World Trade Center." And you know, obviously everyone thinks at first it was an accident. And we started watching a little bit more, and then all of a sudden, I remember like it was yesterday, seeing on live TV the second plane coming in, and we all kind of looked at each other and said, "This, you know, this isn't good." And uh, you know, Coach O'Leary got on the, fa- on the phone with Coach Bowden at the time, and they talked through. They didn't know what the ACC was going to do at that point. It was a big early season game at that at that time for us back in 01, and uh, 
you know, we didn't know what was what was going to take place because they still hadn't canceled the games yet. And so we go out to practice and we walk down, uh, walk down to Rose Bowl, and went to practice and it was it was dead stark silent over the whole city. Uh, the only sounds you had were the fraternity house on the corner with huge speakers out blasting patriotic music and the sound of fighter jets screaming over the city. Wow. It was an eerie, eerie uh, time, and I'll never forget it. Uh, it is Veterans Day uh, on Saturday, and so if there is any segue to be made from from that, uh, going to be some Veterans Day and Heroes Day ceremonies taking place at Memorial Stadium is something they always have taken a lot of pride in at Clemson, and uh, uh, we have, uh, obviously give our thanks and admiration and appreciation to all the veterans out there. We'll take another time out and uh, really get the breakdown going of the Clemson Tigers, Georgia Tech, and Clemson noon on Saturday in Death Valley in South Carolina. He's Brent Key. I'm Andy Demetra. It's the Brent Key Coaches Show, driven by Hyundai on the Georgia Tech Sports Network from Legends Sports. Hey, Georgia, it's John Crow. Want a chance to win $500 instantly just by playing Fantasy Five? Well, now through November 26th, that can happen. Just look for the prize symbol on your ticket and listen for this sound. You're a winner. Well, there you go. You just won 500 bucks instantly. How cool is that? There'll be 150 winners every week. It could be you. It all happens now through November 26th. So go play during the Fantasy Five $500 cash giveaway only from the Georgia Lottery. Play responsibly. You know Georgia Tech football is exciting to watch. But here's something you might not see. Many of the mechanical and HVAC systems on Tech's campus that make game day and everyday comfortable were built by the hands of a United Association Local Union 72 plumber, pipe fitter, or HVAC technician. We do important work that makes a difference. If you're smart, like making great money, working with your hands, and you want a career that makes a difference, join us. Visit UA72.org. With Kroger brand products, you can make all your favorite things this holiday season because Kroger brand's proven quality products come at exceptionally low prices. And with a money-back quality guarantee, every dish is sure to be a favorite. These are a few of my favorite things. Whether you shop delivery, pickup, or in-store, Kroger brand has all your favorite things. Kroger, fresh for everyone. 2024 Georgia Tech football season ticket memberships are now available. The 2024 season features marquee matchups against Miami and Notre Dame. Purchase your membership before December 1st and be entered into 30 days of giving featuring a new prize each day. Season ticket memberships come with benefits. Enjoy discounts on merchandise and concessions, convenient payment plans, special pre-sale opportunities, and more. Lock in your 2024 Georgia Tech football season ticket membership by visiting ramblinrack.com. Sting him. It's not a trait. It's not a talking point. Here, toughness is a tradition. It's woven into the white and gold, defines everything we do on the flats. Toughness is timeless. Take away the glitz, the flash, the attention, the adulation. Only toughness can lead to greatness. And here, we have more of it than you know. It's forged some of our greatest successes, elevated us beyond what others expect, from a kick to a lead to a miracle. Hall of Famers, national champions, and those who have transformed the sport. And through it all, we've done it our way, not like anyone else, because we don't aspire to be like everyone else. So let others preach it, because we epitomize it. 
And on game day, you'll learn what Georgia Tech toughness is all about. The latest on Yellow Jackets football. It's the Coach Brent Key Show, driven by Hyundai on the Georgia Tech Sports Network. Georgia Tech and Clemson. Georgia Tech controls the all-time series. 50 wins, 35 losses as they head up to Death Valley. A Clemson team that knocked off number 12 Notre Dame at home last Saturday. Georgia Tech will look to set a school record for consecutive ACC road wins with a sixth in a row against the Tigers. And this is Coach A team that in spite of its record and in spite of some of the narratives surrounding the Tigers program this year, they're still stingy defensively. They're sixth in total defense. They're eighth in pass defense. What are their strengths in stopping the pass? Personnel. I mean, personnel, it's, they've got a, a formidable front, uh, front seven. Uh, you know, it starts with the guys up front, the D linemen. They have the ability to you know, control blockers, to defeat blocks, uh, to pressure the quarterback, uh, to stop the running game, try to, and, and to make you one-dimensional. Uh, then they have guys that can play you know, you know, man coverage or – uh, you know, get into you know different variations of the zone coverages on the back end, and uh, they're 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 really good. They're, they're, it'll be a big challenge for us. They finish in the top twelve nationally in sacks per game each of the last five years. They're sixty second this season, but how do they still make life difficult for a quarterback, uh, collapsing pockets, and just otherwise disrupting things for a QB? Goodness gracious! I mean, you you turn the tape on, you wouldn't know that stat. It's sure. almost surprising to see. Yeah. It's, I think a lot of it is, you know, teams are, are getting rid of the football. They're not sitting back there trying to let things develop. But, you know, you know whether you have sacks or you affect the quarterback, you know, they're, they're one and the same, really, especially when you, you're, you're preventing people from moving the football. They did not have Will Shipley due to a concussion versus Notre Dame. They expect him to play this Saturday. But in his absence, Phil Maffa, who was a high school teammate with Jamal Haynes and Kenyatta Watson II and others, uh, to Grayson, he rushed for 186 yards against the Fighting Irish. Dabble also talked afterwards about them doing almost entirely zone blocking in that Notre Dame game. I don't know if that uh, was confirmed by you watching their tape, but how did you see their attack shift a little bit as they uh, marched the ball downfield on the Irish? Yeah, well, I mean, they, they committed to the run. You know, pretty pretty simple there. They they committed to doing it. They, they knew that's what they were going to do in the game. They were going to control the control the game by the by, by running the football and controlling the clock. Cade Klubnick, their quarterback, still has plenty of arm talent, even though, like you said, they committed to that run versus Notre Dame. What strengths does he possess? What challenges does he present at quarterback for the Tigers? Uh, well, I mean, he's got experience, obviously. He's a guy that's you know, played football. He's played a lot of football. He, he's, he's, uh, the thing that's really hurt them is turnovers. You know, they've had turnovers. They, they fumbled the football, which has been very uncharacteristic of them this year. So, uh, you know, all in all, we're expecting to get their best game this Saturday. It has to make a defense salivate when you see that because, yeah, they've committed the second most turnovers in the nation. You guys have com- forced the most fumbles. Uh, I should say Clemson has lost the most fumbles, second most fumbles in the nation, and you guys have forced the most fumbles in the nation since 2018. But there is that line you got to walk between seeking out those turnovers versus being reckless and not – doing the primary job, which is wrapping up. Uh, how, how do you teach that? How do you drill that in your guys in a game like, like Saturday? Yeah, that's going to be important. We, we, we can't get there and you know, just try to force a turnover, strip the ball. We've got to wrap up, secure the tackle, and let the second and third player that gets there uh, for, try, to, try to strip the ball. I know uh, we've asked you this before, but it is still relevant because of that school record tying five consecutive ACC road wins. What is the mentality of this team, Brent, that makes them good on the road? 
resiliency. Yeah, I think they, they, this team has some 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 mental toughness that uh, they don't they don't look into you know the 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 whole thing about going on the road and a tough game on the road and you know sometimes games on the road are tough because they're you know a loud environment sometimes because they're a, a quieter you know just a different environment from what you're used to uh but i think these teams guys you know they have mental toughness uh you know they they, they try to play with physical toughness on, on saturdays and you know that this team's they're growing and developing week every week and uh, you know developing more and more confidence in themselves and we will fire it up at noon on saturday can't wait to bring you the action of georgia tech and clemson from death valley and on that we wrap up this week's edition of the brent key coaches show driven by hyundai coach we appreciate the time as always go get them appreciate it go jackets he's brent key i'm andy dimetrum we'll turn things over to georgia tech basketball thanks so much for listening to this edition of the brent key coaches show driven by hyundai on the georgia tech sports network from legend sports with the action. Coke Zero Sugar might be the best Coke ever? That's right, Jim. With an irresistible taste and zero sugar, Coke Zero Sugar is a must-try for any sports fan. So make sure you... Wait, Jim, I didn't mean try it right now. We're still on the air. Mmm. Best Coke ever? Take a taste, Jen. Really? No, not right now, Jen. we got a game to call. Wherever you go this fall, greatness starts in a Ford SUV. That's because Ford Escape, Explorer, and the spirited Bronco Sport SUVs have the power, cargo space, and smart tech you need for tailgating on game day. Camping under the stars, fall festivals, romantic dinner dates, concerts, antiquing, pumpkin picking, weekend getaways, school play. For great offers on these versatile SUVs, see your local Ford dealer today. Greatness starts here. This is our home, and at Georgia Power, we believe every Georgian deserves a clean energy future. A future that includes around-the-clock nuclear energy, producing zero emissions. And thanks to the dedication of thousands of team members, we've recently completed the newest nuclear unit at Plant Vogel. A unit that will serve our customers with reliable energy for generations to come. Learn more at georgiapower.com slash Vogel. That's georgiapower.com slash V-O-G-T-L-E. You know Georgia Tech football is exciting to watch, but here's something you might not see. Many of the mechanical and HVAC systems on Tech's campus that make game day and everyday comfortable were built by the hands of a United Association, Local Union 72 plumber, pipe fitter, or HVAC technician. We do important work that makes a difference. If you're smart, like making great money, working with your hands, and you want a career that makes a difference, join us. Visit UA72.org. Been listening to the Coach Brent Key Show, driven by Hyundai, live on the Georgia Tech Sports Network from Legend Sports. Join us each week of the season to get the latest on Yellow Jackets football and all things Georgia Tech athletics. We'll talk to you again next week right here on the Georgia Tech Sports Network.